Welcome to the St. Edward's Podcast, a church filled with the Holy Spirit. We hope that today's words will draw you closer to Christ Jesus. Happy Easter. It is so good to be celebrating Easter, the resurrection of our Lord Jesus, to be celebrating together in person this year after the struggles we had last spring. Praise the Lord. I know we are not out of the woods yet, but we sure have come a long way since last year. Way back in April of 1998, My wife, Tara, and I purchased our first home in Sarasota, Florida. We were in our mid-twenties, and we were just able to get approved for a mortgage and purchase our home. And the lady we purchased the home from was older and moving into a retirement townhome across the state in the Miami area. So she left us lots of her furniture, which was a great thing because we didn't have a whole lot of furniture nor the money to buy much else. And the home also needed to be updated, which we were able to do about five years later. And I remember one of the most frustrating times with that home, yet also a very exciting time in many ways, was when we remodeled the place. Living in the home while it is being gutted and remodeled is not easy. Things always take longer than you think. Things always cost more than you think. And it's always harder than you realized. It can be really, really frustrating. And yet exciting at the same time because you are looking forward to that end result when everything will be done. That finished product. You know, living life And the truth of the resurrection is sort of like this, on this side of the resurrection. The change is happening, but you are waiting for the final result, the real, fully done, perfected result. And this is what Jesus accomplished with his death on the cross and his resurrection from the tomb. He conquered sin and death on the cross, and he rose victoriously from the grave, and his resurrection was the first fruits of the work of the cross. His death on the cross means for those who believe in Jesus Christ, being forgiven of our sins, being baptized in the death and resurrection of our Lord, it means our resurrection is next. We too will rise again to live with Jesus Christ forever and ever. The heavens and the earth will be renewed They will be redeemed, and the sons and daughters of God will live in the full, completed remodel. This is the good news of Easter. All of creation, including the people of God, is being redeemed, transformed into the fullness and perfection of how it was created to be. And creation is waiting for that day. When all of creation will be set right. As St. Paul wrote in the glorious chapter of Romans 8. For the creation waits in eager expectation for the children of God to be revealed. For the creation was subjected to frustration not by its own choice. But by the will of the one who subjected it. 
in hope that the creation itself will be liberated from its bondage to decay and brought into the freedom and glory of the children of God. We know that the whole creation has been groaning, as in the pains of childbirth, right up to the present time. Not only so, but we ourselves who have the first fruits of the Spirit groan inwardly as we wait eagerly for our adoption to sonship, the redemption of our bodies. And that redemption of our bodies is our future resurrection. The first Easter, Easter was the first fruits of the saving work of the cross. And yet, in the here and now, we are living in the remodeling phase of creation with its frustrations and the excitement of what is to come. The great Anglican writer and teacher C.S. Lewis wrote this, A new nature is being not merely made but made out of an old one. We live amid all the anomalies and conveniences, hopes and excitements of a house that is being rebuilt. Now the first step to rebuild the house, to remodel it, is to recognize that it needs to be redone. And this is where so many of us are at, because if we don't recognize that creation needs to be redeemed, if we don't recognize that there is a problem with creation, a problem with our own lives, then we will just keep on living life as is. And that is the problem with sin. Sin is so conniving that we can think all is well, or at the very least think sin is a problem that others have and should really take care of it. But sin is more like a a disease that impacts our hearts and our minds. We often think of sin as an action when we do something bad, and it certainly is that. But sin is also an inherited problem that impacts every part of our lives and our world. Sin is a universal problem. As author Dorothy Sayers wrote, sin is a deep interior dislocation at the very center of human personality. Very center of human personality. The Anglo-American poet W.H. Auden called sin the terror bred in the bone. It's not just an action. It's an infirmity found in our very core. This is why David in the Old Testament could write in Psalm 51 verse 5. He said, surely I was sinful at birth, sinful from the time my mother conceived me. You know, verses like these make us uncomfortable, perhaps perhaps confused. And one reason is because our culture would say that People are inherently good, that we humans are just taught to be bad. The Christian faith would disagree. We have a sin problem right from the beginning. A second reason we struggle with this Christian truth is because we are only familiar with personal actions of sin and tend to not think of sin as a corporate thing, a universal malady. Yet the Old Testament prophets spoke of corporate sin and national sins far more than personal actions of sin, almost exclusively. 
And when we truly realize the depravity of our sin, how far-reaching the tentacles of sin are in our life and in our world, we begin to understand just how powerful the life and actions of Jesus Christ are. How he truly went to the cross to redeem the world. And just how much our lives and all of creation need to be redeemed. Jesus took on our sin on the cross. And Jesus made a way where there was no other way. And Jesus went to the cross for your salvation and the salvation of the world. The righteous for the unrighteous. We cannot save ourselves from the depravity of sin. So Jesus did it. And the proof that he did it was on that first Easter morning when Jesus Christ rose victoriously from the grave. Alleluia, Christ is risen. And he appeared to his disciples and his followers. And then he ascended into heaven where he is seated at the right hand of the Father, a place of honor and a place of power. And he is going to come back again to judge the living and the dead. And the dead in Christ will also rise from their graves. Because the resurrection of Christ Jesus is the first fruits of the future resurrections of those that believe. And we live in this time of refurbishment. This time of remodeling. Working on God's creation. Letting people know that the best is yet to come. That the house isn't fully transformed yet. But when it gets perfected, look out. It's going to be amazing, more than we can imagine. As we heard from the prophet Isaiah today, when he wrote, On this mountain the Lord Almighty will prepare a feast of rich food for all peoples, a banquet of aged wine, the best of meats, and the finest of wines. On this mountain he will destroy the shroud that enfolds all peoples, the sheet that covers all nations. He will swallow up death forever. The sovereign Lord will wipe away the tears from all faces. He will remove his people's disgrace from all the earth. And in that day they will say, Surely this is our God. We trusted in him and he saved us. This is the Lord. We trusted in him. Let us rejoice and be glad in his salvation. What a beautiful description of what the rebuilt house will look like. The resurrection of our Lord Jesus this Easter morning is a glorious day. Jesus rose from the grave. He conquered sin and death. And when we humble ourselves and receive his grace, he saves us also from sin and death making our baptismal commitment to serve him as our Lord, we begin to participate in God's work of doing the remodel, knowing that our day of resurrection will come too. This is our hope, that just as Christ rose from the grave, so will we. And this is why the bodily resurrection of Jesus Christ from the grave is at the center of the foundation of our hope. If Jesus did not rise again, what hope do we have? 
So this week, go tell. Go proclaim the beauty that is to come. Jesus is alive. He has risen from the dead. And one glorious day, he will return. And we will be with him forever and ever and ever. Amen. Thank you for joining us in this conversation today. We will continue to pray that our teachings are impacting you for the kingdom of God. If you'd like to learn more about our community, you can find us on stedwardsepiscopal.com or on Facebook. And of course, we'd love for you to visit us in beautiful Mount Dora. May God's grace fill you as you go in peace.